Pedophilia hits Dallas. And please don't tell me this crap isn't grooming anymore. Joe Biden has a scare, has a scare wall up on another vacation. And Virginia, a Virginia congressman has a great idea on how to implement gun control. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. All right, I hope you had a great weekend. Ours was pretty good. All right, today's Kamalaism. Uh, last week, Joe. Last week, Elon Musk said the economy is falling apart. He has decided to lay off 10% of his workforce from Tesla in order to anticipate a recession. Joe Biden was asked about this, and uh, he thought he thought out a zinger. He threw out a zinger that didn't really seem to land. Let's listen to what he's. Let's listen to what Joe Biden said. Say to Elon Musk about his feeling about the economy. Jamie Dimon has said some more things. Well, let me tell you. While Elon Musk is talking about that, Ford is increasing their investment overwhelmingly. I think Ford is increasing the investment in building new electric vehicles. Six thousand new employees, union employees, I might add, in the Midwest. Um, the former Chrysler Corporation, Stellantis, they are also making similar investments in electric vehicles. Intel is adding 20,000 new jobs for making computer chips. Um, so, uh, you know, lots of luck on his trip to the moon. I mean, I, I don't, I mean. God, he is dumb. There is just, he is really dumb. I know he tried to make this into a you know, F you Elon Musk, but it, it had completely the opposite effect. First off, Ford and Chrysler have been bailed out about 5 billion times. The Chrysler had to change their name. They didn't change the name. They changed the company because it was falling apart. So sitting back and citing Ford and Chrysler as examples of what to do is just insane to me because they've done everything wrong. And hiring union employees... That's your. That's a good thing. Union employees are what basically took took down the American car giants. So that was done. And then when he sat there and he said the moon thing, when he sat there and oh well, first off, first off, if you watch the video, you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com and watch the video. And there's a lot of video uh, over there that obviously you're not going to be able to. I'm not going to be able to play. But the, we he. This was a setup question. This was not a a just random question out there. He had the notes. He had notes in his pocket about what Ford and Chrysler were actually doing. So he pulled out his notes and then started reading off the notes. Nothing Joe Biden does is off the cuff. Everything that that communications department is doing, which they're getting a lot of crap for lately, everything they're doing is staged it's scripted including this and that little zinger at the end where he said well good luck to going to the moon um elon musk is going to the moon by accident i think joe biden doesn't doesn't realize probably doesn't even realize it today that he just made a comparison between a worthless old politician who's been in politics and sucking on the government teeth for the last 60 years or 50 years and a man who is actually innovating and creating things in the United States. He's making that comparison. Yeah, good luck to the moon. Well, he is going to the moon. So, I mean, is that really a zinger? 
And finally, something really bizarre about that statement is Elon Musk is being paid to go to the moon by the United States government, specifically NASA. They are actually funding Elon Musk's SpaceX to build the rockets that are going to go to the moon. So, I mean, Google it, for Christ's sake. Half of the trips to the ISS are being funded by NASA. So the guy he's trying to put a zinger to, he's paying. Just, he's such a moron. God, he's going to be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. The guy has not done a sit-down interview with a real journalist for a hundred days. And he's his first one is going to be with Jimmy Kimmel? Oh my God. It's going to be interesting to see how that goes off because you know they're going to be nothing but gaffes, even though Jimmy Kimmel is going to throw a bunch of softball questions. I st- it doesn't matter. I'm still not going to watch it. But I can imagine what that's going to be like tonight. Okay, so let's get to the news. Um, so Joe Biden took another trip to Delaware this weekend again. Uh, we're going to get to that because... Now this is becoming a little bit nutty with the number of vacations this guy is taking. Uh, the Secret Service put out a statement. Apparently what happened was a small private plane entered airspace above where Biden was staying. So the Secret Service put out a statement shortly before 1 p.m. today. That was Saturday. Private, a privately owned aircraft entered the restricted airspace over Reboth, uh, Rehoboth, Rehoboth, Delaware after mistakenly entering a secured area. The U.S. Secret Service, the aircraft was immediately escorted out of the restricted airspace. Preliminary investigations reveal the pilot was not on a proper radio channel, was not following the NOTAMS notice to airmen that had been filed, and was not following published flight guidance. The United States Secret Service will be interviewing the pilot. Oops, sounds like somebody's in some trouble. So Biden was taken to a uh, to a fire station for about an hour and then was sent back home. Uh, people said they had seen a couple of fighter pli- pilots flying in the sky, so it's assumed that this pilot was escorted by those pilots uh, back to uh, back to the airport. So the, the, the Secret Service doesn't think the president was in danger. They don't think this was a terrorist attack or anything. This is just a pilot mistake. But that brings us to another point. Um, remember when Donald Trump was president and everyone kept saying, God, the guy is at Mar-a-Lago all the time golfing. He spends most of his presidency golfing at Mar-a-Lago. Now, President Trump did spend a lot of time at Mar- Mar-a-Lago, he did. Once a month, he, he took a trip to Mar-a-Lago and he stayed there for a few days. But Joe Biden is going to Delaware every weekend. He's leaving on Friday. He's coming back on Monday morning. Every weekend. So according to the Daily Mail, which, by the way, is a United Kingdom publication, so this is why you're not going to read a lot about this in our publications because our media doesn't like to talk about this. They said, quote, so far since taking office, Biden has spent 188 full or partial days away from the White House vacationing in either of his two Delaware properties at Camp David or in, Massa- in on a Massachusetts island of Nantucket. 
This is broken down to 130 days in either Rehoboth or Wilmington, Delaware, 52 days at the presidential retreat at Camp David in Frederick, Maryland, and six days on the luxury island in Nantucket. On Sunday, it was officially 500 days that Joe Biden was pres- is president. So it's, today is 501 days. Now, if you you want to do the calculations, that's 38% of the time he's out of the White House. And you know, we, we are not counting his daily naps during the middle of the afternoon, because you know he's taking them, and the fact that he probably goes to bed at like 6 p.m. The Daily Mail continues, at the rate of vacation days he is currently at, the president is on track to spend around 550 days from the White House in the four years of his first term. That would amount to just just about 1,106 if he had two terms. Just an FYI, Trump, who got all that crap, took 381 days a year in his four-year term. And uh, I think uh, Obama took less. He only took like 329 days. Now, here's the thing. I don't mind when presidents take time off. I get it. I get it. You you go down to Florida, you play some golf. President Being president is a high-stress job. The problem here is we have inflation, soaring gas prices, a, 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 a pending food crisis. We have a baby formula shortage and a war that we are supporting, that we are, we are running via a, pro- a proxy war. Do you still think Joe Biden gives a crap about the people or his job? Or do you think maybe he wanted to be president, he became president, now he's just doing whatever he wants to do? I I don't know. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, it's going to be really interesting to see if he's going to change the direction of this. Now, he's already said that, you know, it, president, he can be a president and in Nantucket. He can be a president in Delaware. But here's the problem. It's expensive to transport the president. He's got to fly on Air Force One. He's got to have a private security detail. They do have to set up his houses for uh, to do perform presidential duties. So he is costing the America. He is costing uh, the American taxpayer money every time he goes to Delaware. And by the way, they said that about Trump. They said, "Oh, it's probably a million dollars every time Trump goes to Mar-a-Lago." They had no problem. I don't know how much it is, but they said that Trump was costing taxpayers money every time he went to go play golf. Well, so's Joe Biden. Of course, nobody's talking about it. Okay, well, I guess this stuff isn't this indoctrination of kids into this weird, perverted lifestyle of drag and transgenderism isn't just a thing that's happening in California. It's happening in Texas, too. In Dallas, uh, a gay bar decided it was time to do their own, put their own little effort into indoctrination of kids. The bar is called Mr. Mr., and the sec- it's Mr. M.R. period Mr spelled out with two S's, decided to hold an event that allowed kids uh, and parents to attend a drag show that's usually reserved for adults. Um, They also invited kids on stage to perform if they wanted to. They could perform solo or they could perform with uh, 
one of their, quote, queen drama uh, drag queens. The event was called uh, Drag the Kids to Pride, and they called it a family-friendly version of brunch. Now, I have a couple of videos on the website. I obviously can't play them because it actually shows the, the version. But it shows videos of these drag queens dancing in very scantily scanty outfits, dancing very sexy. The kids are seen handing the, uh, the, handing the dancers dollar bills. And if that isn't bad enough, there's a sign in the back that says uh, it isn't going to lick itself. This is a gay bar, by the way. And according to Texas law, because it is set for 21 or older, it actually should have been illegal for kids to be in that bar. And it's, it's really sick. Looking at the videos, it's really sick. And you got to say to yourself, what the F is wrong with these parents? Every one of these parents should be reported to social services, have their kids taken away from them, and then the parents should be charged with sexual abuse. And if I had my way, chemically castrate the lot of them. It's really disgusting. Apparently, I'm not, I wasn't the only one that thinks this. Uh, this is. I, I, there are others that thought this was complete perversion. There was a group called Protect Texas Kids. They protested outside the bar, where, by the way, there were cops. They released a protect the Protect the Kids released a statement. They said, "Quote: The mission was to raise awareness that an event like this, a drag show for children, was happening right in Dallas. We also hoped." That if we raised awareness, the event might be canceled or modified so the children wouldn't be present. The protesters did make a really big stink. They really did. Here is a here is an example of a uh, drag queen who you're actually going to hear later because uh, Flecka's talks actually got someone in there and started who started interviewing people. Uh, here's a drag queen walking to her car. Her car. Jesus. Sorry. His car. Walking to his car and being harassed by the uh, protesters. Listen. Little children. Do you like dancing for little children? You don't think that's disgusting? Dancing around for little children? Don't you think that's disgusting? Hey, get the fuck away. Hey, what are you can't just touch me. You don't think that's disgusting? You don't think that's disgusting? You don't think that's disgusting? Dancing for little children. You should be you, you should be ashamed of yourself dancing for little children. You should be ashamed of yourself. You got you guys dancing little children. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You're disgusting. Think about what you just did. Okay, that's fine, but you dance naked in front of little children. You did, you did. You did look at you. You dance in front of little children. Now, normally, I wouldn't be a big fan of this kind of stuff, but the reality is, it's the only thing that works. And I think it's time, hey, they they harass us all the time and it seems to work. I think it's time we do the same thing back. And I mean that. I mean that. That this is the kind of crap, I, I'm sorry, this, this is evil. This crap they were doing, and if you look at the videos, you'll see, this is evil stuff.
This is not right. And they're not hiding the fact that they are indoctrinating kids. They, Like I said a few minutes ago, that Fleckus, uh, Fleckus talks on uh, YouTube, he snuck somebody in, and that individual started in interviewing some of the strippers, some of the uh, drag strippers. I'm going to call them strippers because that's what they are. I mean, you should see what this guy is wearing. So this is this is a striptease. Uh, he so he got in, interviewed a couple of the strippers, and then interviewed a couple of the people who were watching, who were watching the show. And it's just, it's, I mean, I need a shower after watching this crap. Okay, listen, listen to the uh, interviews really quickly. So we just got done with the Drag Your Kid to Pride event at Mr. Mr. in downtown Dallas, and I am here with... Noelle Sinclair. And what is your name? I am Arielle Diamond. How do you think the event went today? I think it was amazing. I never get to like perform in front of children. It's like performing in front of children. I have like six other younger siblings. So it was, it was very emotional. I loved it. It was probably one of the best shows I've ever done. What do you say to the conservative parents that wouldn't bring their children to an event like this? Why? Here's the thing. I don't think that there is any kind of issue with exposing children to this because especially if you if your child is in the community or you may think they are i, ju I just think that drag is educational do you think that exposing uh children to drag will lead children to do drag in the future in the long run not if they don't want to do drag i'm a gay man and i don't want to do drag <laughs> so i don't think no absolutely not it's not yeah. grooming it's not you will be what you what you are. We're not going to turn you into something else because you come and see this event. No, it is grooming. It is sexualized. It is putting perverted, sexualized material in front of children. I mean, these kids are stuffing one dollar bills on their in their outfits. How is that? How is that not happening? How is that happening? And how is that seen as normal? No, it is grooming. That is pedophilic grooming, period. That is trying to make sex, perverted sex, normal to children. And we had said, it, I had said, the give a mouse a cookie principle. A lot of people call it the slippery, slippery, uh, slippery slope principle, where one thing leads to another because they never have enough. This is happening. You just wait. In a year, they're going to want to legalize pedophilia. That's coming. That is coming. I promise it's coming. And what's sick, the cops, this is illegal. I don't know how this is not illegal. Uh, the, uh, the, the Protect Texas Kids said this is could not be legal. This is not legal. And the police are outside the bar. They did clear out a couple of kids, but they said they did it for crowd control, not because the kids didn't belong in there. That place is designated for 21 and above. It is a bar. There is alcohol there. It's a gay strip club, gay drag bar. Uh, the bar released a statement. It said, quote, We are more than happy to open our doors to celebrate pride 
in a family-friendly, safe environment, separate from our normal operations of 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Saturdays, because we believe that everyone should have a space to be able to celebrate who they are. Mr. Mister is a place where everyone is welcome to feel accepted, safe, and included. We had a group of protesters outside yelling homophobic threats, transphobic remarks, and viola accusations at these children and parents. So yes, they, they want to the, the pedophiles want to make themselves into victims. Well, they're not victims. The victims are those children. And it's about time this society gets its head out of its ass and deals with this and gets rid of this crap. It's going to go away one way or the other. In five years, we're going to be looking back and saying, what in the hell were we doing? And it's going to happen. I just think that right now you've got a very divisive White House and suddenly all these people want to keep doing it and the White House is supporting it. The, the politics, Dallas is a very liberal city in, uh, let's face it, it is a liberal city in Texas. Texas does have liberal, liberal cities. Houston, Dallas, Austin, the big cities are typically more liberal than most. So you are going to see this stuff all across the country, even in conservative states. But as, as conservatives and as people that are going to honestly need to fight the culture war, we're going to have to sit and put an end to this. And put these people in their place. Because this is sick crap. I tell you, go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. You don't believe me? Look at the videos. They are horrifying. Okay, in other news, this is a little lighter. So according to Fox News, the French Open men's semifinal, yes, that happened this weekend. I didn't even know, I don't know, I didn't even know it was going on. I mean, it, it is major in tennis, but I just hate tennis. Anyway, the French Open's men's semifinal match between Casper Ruud and Milak Silak, Milan Silak, Silak, I don't know what it was delayed Friday after an environmental protester tied her neck to the net. The match was delayed 13 minutes during the third set when a woman wearing a t-shirt with the words, we have 1,028 days left, ran into the court as Philippe Chartier and appeared to attach herself to the net using a metal wires and glue. These environmentalists are freaking nuts. Anyway, she entered the stadium legally. She, she bought a ticket, which, wow. I mean, okay. It took, it's a major. I would assume that ticket wasn't $15. She probably spent quite a bit to get into that stadium. Uh, it took a while to get her off because security didn't actually know how she had tied herself on the net and what devices she had on her. They were afraid she had a bomb on her, basically. So they weren't really sure if she was just protesting or she was a terrorist. So it took her a while to figure out how to get her off. Eventually, they did get her disconnected from the net, and then she wouldn't stand up. So they grabbed her, and uh, four guys, big guys, grabbed her and dragged and basically carried her off. And she just looked like a complete moron. You know, I, I, I do have to, I, I, I guess now we can say climate crisis solved because some wacky broad decided to tie herself up to a net during the French Open? Um, 
But here's the thing that really gets me, and I said this. I said this when I first heard this thing. Um, thousand twenty-six days. That's like two and a half years. It's if it's only two and a half years before the world ends and we're all die, we're all gonna die. Shouldn't we not worry about it at that point? I mean, we're not. There's nothing we can do about it at this point. And shouldn't this gal have sat there and realized, well, two and a half years, yeah, it's there's it's too late. Maybe I should just sit down and watch the tennis match and enjoy the tennis match that I probably spent three thousand francs on to get in. I, it's just the stupidity out there. But you know, hey, whatever. If that's what she wanted to do, I would have had a beer and just sat and watched the tennis match and been bored. Okay, here's a great idea. Representative Donald Byer of Virginia, who sits on the House Ways and Means Committee, the House of Representatives, has an idea on how to curb gun crime. He, how about tax the living crap out of all assault rifle purchases? This is what he told the Business Insider about his bill that isn't quite there yet. We'll talk about the bill in a second. What it's intended to do is provide another creative pathway to actually make some sensible gun control happen. We think that a thousand percent fee on assault weapons is just the kind of restrictive measure that creates enough financial impact to qualify for reconciliation. Okay, so that's what he wants to do. He wants to take basically a $2,000 rifle and make it into a $20,000 rifle. Okay, get it? Um, this is what the bill is supposedly going to do, but really there isn't too much about it because it hasn't been written yet. It's not in the final draft. And by the way, it's not getting through reconciliation. We'll get into that. Uh, the bill has not been finished. It's still being worked on, and it's unclear where, uh, when the tax would actually be implemented. So that's a that's a thing. They don't know when they're going to implement it. I, I don't even think they're sure how it's going to be implemented. It isn't known where the money is going to go. So if you're going to make a you know $18,000 profit on a single rifle, you need to know what you're going to do with it. There is some thought that what he may want is to give it to crime, uh, gun crime victims or whatever, but that hasn't been determined. Law enforcement and military would be exempt. That's awesome. That means only the government is going to have weapons. That's what we want. That's exactly what the Founding Fathers meant when they said to restrict tyranny, uh, the rights of the individual to own a weapon shall not be infringed. That's exactly what they wanted to do, is make it that only the government had weapons. Now, he thinks that because this is a tax bill, and this is what he was talking about, reconciliation, he thinks that he can get it passed from the House and then use reconciliation to make the bill only a majority vote. In other words, bypass the filibuster. This is a huge freaking assumption here. First off, I don't think it's going to... The Democrats, they do have an advantage in the House. It's not a big advantage. And 93%, 93 percent of the people do not believe that assault weapons, what they call assault weapons, because that's not it, AR-15 should be banned. 93% of the population think that. Like I said last week, it's hard to get 90, it's hard to get a majority 
to believe in something. But when you have it that high, that's insane. And by the way, that doesn't mean gun control. That means, or gun laws or gun measures. 93% do not want it banned. Well, this essentially, this law would essentially ban assault rifles. Let's call it what it is. It would ban assault rifles. And basically only the rich and the elite and the government could own guns. That's That'd be awesome. Uh, but the thing is, the thing is, to assume that Manchin and Cinema and the Senate are going to go for this, that's nuts. That That's not going to happen. Even if it goes through reconciliation, I don't even think they have enough support in the Senate to get a majority. So I don't think it makes any difference. And like I said, because it, AR-15s are so popular, there are so there are so many out there, I don't even think it'll pass the, the House. Now, the one thing you need, we do need to worry about is the give a mouse a principle uh, uh, principle, uh, uh, give a mouse a cookie principle, is if something like this does pass, let's just say something like this does pass, could pass, it won't, but let's just say it does, um, what comes next? Are you actually going to charge people a fee or a tax on the guns they own now? So I have a buddy who owns maybe 10 or 12 of these weapons because he's a collector. He's going to have to pay that fee for those weapons? Well, guess what? I think that's what would be next. So we need to be careful when someone makes a bill like this and there is a majority in the House that could pass it. I, I don't think it will again, but could. We need to be careful. And this is why voting in November is very important. This is why Republicans, they just need to keep their noses clean. Don't be stupid and make sure they get a majority in the House and hopefully the Senate too. Okay, go visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Uh, we've got some more stories coming to you. A lot of these culture stories, they're, they're a lot of fun. Because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris basically disappeared this weekend, we have absolutely no idea there was absolutely no news this weekend, so that was good. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm-hmm.